Welcome to Explore to Evolve, the travel show to inspire you to make your life the best adventure. I'm your host, Vivian Dams, world traveler, digital nomad, best-selling author, and your coach and mentor to live life fully. I'm so excited for you to be here today. Thank you for sharing your time with us. And if you like this episode, please leave a five-star review so that more amazing people just like you can find us. This is episode number 20 with my beautiful friend, Anne Mandler. In today's episode, we're talking about how Anne started finding herself and shifting into her soul's purpose. Welcome, Anne. Vivi, I am so excited to be here. I am honored. I am thrilled to be here. Thank you so much for this invitation. You're so welcome. And do you want to tell us a little bit where you have lived and why you have lived in different places? Yes, well, I've actually only lived in one other country, but I've lived in a lot of places in the U.S. What do you think, what was it that you've been chasing? You know, I think I've always been looking for me. Mm. I've always been looking for who is it that is in this combination soul, mind, body. I mean, it's really the work that I do in the world, which is so ironic and also so classic. (laughs) If I were to lay on the therapy couch, it is kind of like it's finding myself. And over time, when I would be looking for, okay, I think a big part of the driver I told you about earlier is like, what did I want to do with my life? That was a big question. And I think the traveling from one place to another was really a searching. It was like a giant flashlight for me, like shining one place onto another into another, like where, where is home? But I know now that home is within and really on this journey is when I started realizing it and realizing it through helping other people do it too. So kind of figuring out like, oh, there's there's adventure in this. I'm looking for connection with other people. I'm looking for how do I relate to the world? Like, what am I here to give? All those things. Um, it's interesting. I think I had to find that through helping other people do that, helping other people in different places do that, because it really is that we're, we're all so alike. But I think our minds kind of tell us, oh, like, how different is this one place from the other place? And how different is this one person from the other person? And really, I think it all boils down to, yes, we have so many differences, but the beauty of it is that we all want the basic same things, which we all want love, We all want recognition. Mm -hmm. We all want to um, live a good life. There are just some really amazing common denominators that I found through working with people and working with people through different places, you know, regardless that the desire though, is still usually the same with my clients. Absolutely. Yeah. So when you're looking at how you started finding or uncovering who you are and who's within, what would you recommend to other people when they're on this journey trying to figure out who they are and what they're meant to do or be in this world? Yeah, so, I mean, I definitely love the whole purpose of what you're doing, Vivi, with travel and adventure and making every experience kind of an adventure. It doesn't have to be that you're 
you know, jet setting across the world, you can do it wherever you are. Um, I think it's so individual too. really knowing like what, where someone's at with what, what they want out of life, definitely individual. And I think, again, I help people through many, many different tools, like so many other people who do one-on-one work and group work. So I'm actually um, running a company called the Luminary Company. And it's taking individuals, it's taking groups, it's taking organizations and helping them really find their identity. So, and, and it's individual, like if I would work with um, someone who feels kind of stuck, that's kind of a classic way to, to articulate, you know, you just, you have a sense sometimes that something's not right and you really don't know what it is. That I would take people down like with one set of tools versus an organization who's trying to create their brand. Those are like two really different things. But if it's, if it's the individual, which I work with a lot of people one-on-one, I use modalities. Um, I'm really into holistic living. My whole kind of purpose as we grow, you know, further into the next decade is really helping people figure out what's in their deep, the deepest part of themselves through Things like tools that I use are things like soul alignment, helping people like really figure out what their blueprint is, what their gifts are in the world. That's a really big thing. And if it's the first time you've ever heard something like that, I mean, we all have gifts, but the gifts that I'm talking about are gifts that, that kind of go beyond just talents. So an Mm -hmm. example would be like, you know, you're an incredible ice skater. You've been told that you're a great ice skater your whole entire life you know, people are like, oh, you should go for it. You should go to the Olympics, you know, like you're find that one thing that's going to drive and motivate you. And maybe it is ice skating for you. Maybe that truly is like a talent and where you want to, to give your light back to the world. But it could also be that everybody else has told you that you're good at that. And it may be like that you truly get enjoyment from it because you're good at it and other people have complimented you and you do have grace and skill. And it's kind of fun when you're out there spinning on ice, but maybe that's been so fed into you that you haven't given yourself a chance to figure out what it is that you really want to do that you want to do rather than what somebody else might see in you Mm -hmm. or want you to do. Like parents are great at that, right? Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I totally agree with that. So what I use is a modality that helps people find the order of their gifts. Mm -hmm. So you basically are aligning yourself to the gifts, your first, second, and third gift, which is very unique, a unique way to look at who you are at soul level. And the reason why it's so unique is because a lot of times we align to our second and third gifts because they all kind of fall in order. And the things I'm talking about are things like, you know, everyday things that people are familiar with, like love and creativity and power and um, compassion, things like that. And those are soul types that I help people define. But it's not always so given. Like a lot of people, when I tell them the order of their gifts, sometimes they're like, oh, wow, you know, that really resonates. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't have thought that that would have been my first one. And the point that I was going towards is that if you align to your second or third gift, then it's kind of taking you 
down the path that is not going to work with you the easiest, or it's kind of like that feeling where you're on the hamster wheel and you're working, working, working so hard because you want to get the thing and you might get the thing, but it's just like so much harder than the easier path. And the easier path is actually aligning to your first gift. So that's just one way to, to explain that modality. And I use a lot of different things that are very customized to who I'm working with. So I love um, astrology. I've been doing astrology for like 20 some years. Um, and I, I have a, um, an astro reading, different types of ways that I help people that way. It's another way to help them find soul alignment or um, follow kind of the picture of what it looked like when they came into the world. Um, and then I do other kinds of therapies like RTT and, and therapies that help people to overcome really big challenges in their lives. And sometimes those challenges are getting in the way of figuring out who they are, such as addictions, such as mind blocks, you know, things like that. And other things like the programs that I run, um, those things are more based on, you know, I've done some inner work. Now I want to clear stuff out. I want the money to flow. I really want to manifest this thing. How do I do it? And so it's, it's showing you that it's not always the path maybe that you learned from your parents, right? It can be a very different set of tools. So it's really diverse and depending on who I'm working with, but I like people to start with what feels right for them. So that's usually the question I ask is like, this is what I do. What are you looking to do? What do you think that what, what sounds right to you from the most sacred place of your heart? And that's usually where we start. Would you say most people actually are not fully aligned with their soul purpose? Yeah. Yeah. And you're speaking to someone <laughs> that, that went through it for so many years that I'm speaking almost purely from my own experience. And then of course, all the mm -hmm. clients that I work with, people that I know, friends of friends, partners, companies, it started with me where I came into the world um, with some, some pretty big ideas that my parents didn't necessarily and culture didn't necessarily support me in seemingly at first. And so I was the girl, I have pictures of myself like second and third birthdays where my feet are on top of the table and there's like a cake lit and the candles are on. <laughs> And I have like a million crayons in between my toes. So, and there's my little fat pudgy baby feet like on the table. I was just so excited about anything that had to do with drawing, that had to do with writing, that had mm. to do with making, painting, creating. I already knew it as a little one that there was a huge creative attraction to me. And that was something big. And there was things like dance and music. And for me, I think one of the biggest things growing up for myself was seeing other people like go after one thing, just like one thing with drive and focus. And like, they knew they were going to be the doctor, like yeah. from the time they were little, they knew they were going to be the thing. Well, the thing is, I probably could have done any one of those three things I just told you about. I could have done dance, could have done music could have done art. And I did do, I did dabble in all of them. Um, and they're a part of me, but I'm definitely one of those people that was like a multi-passionate kid. Like there were so many things that I was truly good at and that lit me up. 
I was born to parents that weren't necessarily like so conservative, but my dad was a PhD organic chemist. And so he was very much about science and he was very much about like, if you want a good job, Mm. want to survive in the world, this is what you need to do. Go into math, go into science. And I adored him. Like we had the best relationship. We were both Aquarians. We're like very soul level parent child relationship. And I was a people pleaser. I really like wanted to, to do the right thing. I wanted to do what my parents like thought was good. Like I really did listen to the mentors and the people like that in my life. And so it was confusing to me when I got out there and I was like, thinking that I had to do certain things and they, they weren't in my heart to do found myself in my twenties, even in San Francisco, when I moved out there, just because I was so excited about multimedia, I was in a law firm doing legal work, which felt like very far from the thing that I went out there to do. Right. So I'm like doing patents and trademarks and copyright. And I became a patent agent, you know, doing these different things that kind of led me to close to the thing, but not really. So I started my first business based on doing patent drawings and it was, it became very successful. And I started making more money actually doing that sort of thing than what I was doing in my job. And then I was like, oh, I think I might be onto something Mm -hmm. until it was like, okay, this sort of mundane thing is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. So I don't know if I answered your question, but it just, it, it really was like a huge journey for me. And I feel like it's really a huge journey for a lot of people, especially people who have so many things that they love to do that are multi-passionate and um, figuring out how to put them all into something that makes their life work or it works for them in mm-hmm. their life is a great way to say it. That's so true. Because I remember from a very young age, I was all about the travel and the adventure, right? And then I grew up and I remember there came a point and I'm like, well, traveling itself isn't good enough. I hear people telling me, well, you can't just keep traveling for the rest of your life. Life yeah. isn't just all about fun and enjoyment. Yes. You, know, you should settle down and do something real. I thought about it and I'm like, okay, I want to become a lawyer. I'm going to be amazing at it. I know like I can win any argument. And then I looked into it and I'm like, but lawyers only have two weeks of vacation they can't just like leave for six weeks because they have cases going on so this is not going to work out for me even though I would love to do it and so many things started coming up and I started getting distracted from what I actually love for such a long time right because we listen to the world like no you should do something proper something scientific (laughs) become a doctor a lawyer all these like good money jobs the good value things that show like, oh, you made it in life. But often that is not who we're meant to be. I so agree with you. And I have to say it followed me just like you, like into my adult life. Like it doesn't mean that that's where my gifts are to, to shine a light forever. And in terms of forever, none of us have to do one thing forever. And I think that's a huge wake up too that, you know, maybe your parents' generation or generations before or wherever you come from, um, there's a culture piece that says you find the thing, like Germany is a great example. You find the thing, you go through the system, you go through all the levels that make you 
fine tune and fine tune and niche down and become this one thing. Otherwise you go to trade school, right? (laughs) (laughs) And, and even then it's hard to change. And I think it is changing, but I think, you know, a lot of places in the world, you do the thing and then that's it. That's what you do for the rest of your life. And that's not who we are as multidimensional beings. That's yeah. not who we are as people. We need to change. We need to evolve. We need to continually have adventure in our lives. That is so right. And is there something that people can ask themselves or do to find out if they're on the right path or not? Yeah, I, that's a great question. There's several things. And I think one of them is um, this connection that we have with our physical being. Mm-hmm. So we are, we're made of a pretty complex system that tells us information that somewhere along the lines we've separated ourselves from. And mm-hmm. that is like, sometimes we think of the mind and the soul as being so different I just use soul even because it's a common word that people can kind of attach to or kind of relate to, but really it's so much bigger than that. It's so much more, we're so much more complex than that. Like, and I mean that in a, in such an evolved way, we're just now tapping into what, what makes up Vivi, you know, what are all the things that make up Vivi? It's not just what we call your soul. It's not just what we call your, your mind. And it's not just your body and it's not even just the combination of those three things. It's so much bigger than that. And a great example is like our memory, our memories, when we create an experience like you're doing with your work every day, right? Having people figure out how to create something that they can go back to and relive and enjoy Mm -hmm. Um, as a memory. It's not in our brain. So it's not that we, have the experience and then it's like oh I better go into my brain and pull up that file on that rock that overlooks the lake it's in the ether like our our brain is just one part of the mechanism that helps us recall it but we have our own cloud system right we have our own system where our database is really truly held and it's not something we can hold on to or grasp onto with our hands and so my point here is just that we're so much more than we've ever allowed ourselves to, to think. Mm. And I think that's one thing also that can kind of hold us back when we're thinking about things that we need to do versus things that we want to do, things that we're here for, you know, the gifts that we're here to actually share what we're here to do. We already know it's already part of us when we come into the world. So that's another message is that it's just the uncovering. It's more the remembering of who we really are and doing that through experience and doing that through asking ourselves. So I think one of the the techniques that I use is bringing yourself back into your body, which is really hard for certain people. And um, if I tie astrology to this, it would even be people who um, are of me, if I t- tie, um, tie soul groups to me, it would be types of souls like mine that are really loving adventure. They're really loving freedom is their number one thing. Aquarians, Geminis, Sagittarians, just generally people who love travel and who are living a lot of times either in emotional world or living in their head 
bringing all that back down into your physical body in some way to actually tactily experience Mm -hmm. um, aligns you with the earth and it grounds you. So some way that you can ground yourself, I think is a really great way to, to ask yourself what you really want. And we can't always do that when we're living in our head. We have to do that when we're living in our body and that's the gift of our body. And also when we're living in from a place of our heart, being able to listen to that, we can't always listen. Like I said, when we're just, the ego is going or we have all the thoughts. So the classic things like meditation, classic things like being outside, grounding, doing something that's fun, that's really joyful to kind of reset yourself. I think all of those are really good, but bringing yourself in the body is so key for so many people who don't live in their body um, enough, which I can speak from personal experience. It takes me quite some grounding to bring my head in, you know, I love ideas and vision and intellect, but my body really needs, I need to bring myself back into myself in order to, to connect sometimes. As an astrologer, would you say that people are born with a purpose or something that they're supposed to do in this world, like as their soul, we either like don't see it or we get distracted or whatever happens. Do you think there's this one thing that people are supposed to do with their life? I, I do. And I also have so many thoughts on this. Like um, there's destiny, but we get to change it right? We come in like a, um, a very malleable, very movable, very um, fresh slate, even with all the things that we come in with. And this also really has nothing to do with astrology, but it can if you want it to, because I, I love looking at it from that lens. Mm-hmm. But really, I feel like we come in as a fresh version of ourselves. So we do come with all the things, right? We're pre-wired with certain things. We're pre-wired to absorb environment. We're pre-wired to be with certain souls here. Um, However, we don't have to, we get to, free will is the biggest answer in this. And we all have free will, no matter what our circumstances, even the most dire, dark circumstances, environmental or otherwise. there is free will always. And so we always get the chance to, and we have the opportunity to change something, even if it's just within our minds to start. And um, so I do believe that we are here with a purpose. And if you want to look at it from an astrology perspective, one great way to look at it is looking at your houses, which is the um, 11th and 12th houses, which are all about Um, the movement that you're here for and the humanitarian and the karmic and the debt and all those kinds of things. Like you can look at that from a a certain light if you would like to. And I do believe that, yes, we all have very big gifts that we're here for. And a lot of the people that I work with are, you know, are people who I believe have signed up to come back into the world at this time and actually help us evolve, help one another raise the global consciousness, really do some, some big work here to shift humanity into, to a higher evolution, a better state, a higher vibration. And, and so all of us, I believe like have something to do here, whether or not we choose to do it is our choice because Mm -hmm. of that free will. 
people who are actually seeking to find that and who are looking to find that are very in tune, you know, or desiring that at a great place to find it, if that's what they're looking for, because the first, the first way to do that is to be open to it and, and to be asking, to be looking and asking and not living in this like, you know, blacked out or zoned over or, um, you know, this uh, guise of either culture or media. Media is a big thing that can get in the way of it. Oh, yeah. Um, so many, so many things, right? That we're not able to have the communication with ourselves. So, um, so I believe, yes, that we do have that purpose. And I also believe that, that no one person has to do any certain thing. But, um, but when we do find that purpose, and the purposes usually have to do for people who are interested in, in looking at that from either astrology or another perspective, purpose usually has to do with our deepest wound. So when we figure out what our deepest wound is from the past or from, from now, if you believe in past lives or being here, you know, in different evolutions, however you believe, um, whether it's just this life or others, knowing, you know, I bring up when I do astrology work like Chiron or some of the other like areas, like really knowing um, what you have been here to go through for yourself is actually the biggest impact in how you can help else and help a lot of other people really, you know, get through something on their own or create something big or make the world better or really just human by human help another person um, in that moment. And one question that I always love asking at the end is what does living life fully mean to you? I think my personal prescription, my personal prescription for my clients too, is being open Mm -hmm. and to live life fully is really to be here, like in tune with who you are. So it it is very much why I'm doing this soul purpose work Mm -hmm. and why I'm really encouraging the work of the future to be in collaboration, because I think that's where we're going. No longer is it, you know, each person out for themselves collectively, but each person really out for one another collectively. And um, I'd say opening yourself up. And that's why I love your work, Vivi, is opening yourself up for adventure because that's one thing that we're here to live in light and joy. We're here Mm -hmm. to actually experience what it means to be human, I think. Yeah. Um, And just the other piece is laughter and humor and what the ironies of what we're doing here. We take ourselves so seriously sometimes when we're really bubbles of joy or we're really bubbles of, um, of different parts of ourselves meant to experience ourselves in this moment. So, so I think allowing spontaneity um, is really helpful for that. But I think, you know, we're really here to be. And that's what's so hard is like humans live in the past. And we also Mm -hmm. like to live in the future. And it's really hard to be but I think that we're here to be, we're really here to experience the now. And that's why, that's why travel is amazing. That's why living in different places is amazing. That's why having the um, ability to communicate with other people, different languages, different um, ways is so much fun because I feel like that's part of what we're really here 
we're here to experience and we're here to love. That's the biggest thing and bring that light to the world. Sometimes it's really hard to do that if we're not coming from a great place. Mm. And if we're not feeling that from within, it is so hard for us to give that outward. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great question. And I, and I'm sure that there are some beautiful answers to that. So I'm really curious about some of your other um, (laughs) answers to that, but that, that would be a big one for me is just being here to experience. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The experience really matters. And, you know, I'm, I'm just writing my book for this month um, about experience actually. And like really looking at like how experiences are made and how we can shape them. It's just like so mind blowing because we just go through life not really thinking about it, right? But when we actually get intentional and we look at like how we can create our experiences, we can literally shift life into the way that we want it super effortlessly just by creating the experiences that align with it. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. And how we remember those experiences, I think is also so key because- It could be a sight or a taste or a smell. It mm-hmm. could be the most unique. We, we, you know, frame our experiences in these different ways. And it's not just like, okay, I'm standing in this place overlooking this mountain and, and I see it. It's like, no, you smell it and you mm. feel the wind and you can see the color And you can almost taste the air and you can maybe taste the dirt and you can feel the person with you or you feel just your presence in the world and you can touch. And it's just, we are here to experience. And it's, it's crazy sometimes that I think that's also why I'm so fascinated with memory is that it really does take all those things to have a full memory. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we forget, you know, when we're in our head about like, oh, I'm scared to go there or I could never get on a plane or a lot of the things that we feel when we're in fear, we don't let ourselves completely experience the full thing because we're living in one space or we're, our minds are keeping us tied in one part of ourselves where when we get to open up to some of those things, even if it's like two ways to remember something or to experience something, it just um, opens up the rest of us so much more. That's so beautifully said, Anne. And where can people find you if they want to find out more about you, if they want to follow you, if they want to work with you, all the things? Ah, thank you for asking. Um, so definitely um, on Instagram, I think that I left you maybe some uh, handles. I might have to pull them up, but definitely um, Instagram, Facebook. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, Anne Marie Mandler would be a good handle on Instagram as well as healthy, wealthy, wisely. Um, and then Facebook, I've got, I think I have the umlaut over the A, mm-hmm. <laughs> very German, the German in, one. <laughs> in my last name. So it's Anne Mandler, um, Anne and E. And then uh, I definitely can be found, um, you can find me on TikTok. I have a new account there. Ooh. So that would be a fun place actually to send you and that the luminary girl. And then, you know, everywhere else, it's pretty much just my name. So you can go to annmandler.com. I have a magazine at annmagazine.com. I would love to connect with anyone. Absolutely love it. So 
please reach out, hit me up, and um... perfect. Thank you so much. And everyone, if you're not following Anne, if you don't know her, follow her, check her out. You're not gonna regret it. And thank you so much for being here today and for sharing all your wisdom with us. Thank you so much, Vivi. It was such a pleasure, and it's always so much fun to chat with you, a like-minded soul. Um, I love what you're doing in the world. So thank you for having me. Thank you, Anne.